Hello, everybody. Uh, Jacob Lacey here, one of the hosts of the podcast. Uh, just letting you know that next week is the spoiler-filled episode. We were going to be talking about everything about Suicide Squad. Um, spoilers, like I said, included. Uh, if you want to have your thoughts on the movie in that episode, you can email us at rebootartyunderway at gmail.com. Uh, we will read those, and maybe you'll make it onto the podcast. So, yeah. Uh, just do that if you want to be on the podcast, and we'll put it in. And uh, enough blabbering, let's get to the real episode now. Hello everybody, welcome to episode 13 of Reboot Already Underway. Joining me today, we have David Attempt Becker. Attempt two. Attempt number two. <laughs> Let's see if this goes better. David, how are you doing today? You messed up the first time, so I'm feeling pretty okay. <laughs> Aaron, how are you doing today? You're back. You've returned from vacation. Yes, I had a good vacation, but I'm happy to be back. Awesome, awesome. Well, today, guys, uh, we are doing the inverse of last week. Um, instead of the movies that we thought we would hate but ended up loving, we're doing the movies that you thought you would love but ended up hating. Bringing a little bit more negativity into the podcast, you know? <laughs> Everyone loves My favorite That's thing. That's what the world needs. More, yes, negativity. more negativity. A king has his reign. And then he dies. Do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else. Brightest day. Blackest night. Um, do you want to go in a different order since, you know, shake it up from the last time we did sure. this? Sure. I'll start. Take us away. Yeah, David will start. David is... Da- oh, David, take us away. David. So... My first pick <laughs> for a movie that I thought I would enjoy. Wait, let me guess. It's X-Men. Jacob is right. It wow. is X-Men. I, I nailed it. Wow, yes. how did you guess? The the first <laughs> X-Men. Now, the reasoning, the reasoning is quite simple because oh. I haven't seen the original trilogy at all. Mm-hmm. So, but I've seen like the... Prequel the trilogy. The prequel trilogy. Tri- That's the simplest way to refer to it, I suppose. We'll go with the prequel trilogy. And so... <laughs> I was like, okay, like, I enjoy the X-Men, like, I feel like I should see these movies, it's a good superhero, like, they had an okay cast, like, and then... They have a really great cast, (laughs) like, to be honest. Hugh Jackman. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Ian McKellen. McKellen. I stand by my word. Then later they get better, but... Again, I stand by my word, but... okay. I watched this movie right. and Ellen Page just, in the first one. She's in three. I said they get better over time. Oh, okay. yeah. Like I, as I um, watched it, it like it really didn't do anything for me. Like the special effects were not the best, or no. just well, I don't know, to defend it, it's old. Sixteen years old at this point, yeah. so the effects aren't going to look that great. Yeah. But I do agree that like they don't hold up. I suppose. Yeah, but um, you can't really. Hold that against the movie. David, yes. you're going to tell me that you don't love the line, what happens to a toad when it gets struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else. Yes. I Now that you brought that up, I thought that I remember that. And I was like, because uh, I was like on the brink. I was like, oh, like, maybe I do like this movie. Then that line hit. The line <laughs> like, is nope. so awful. I can't believe that stayed in the script. That one was like. I bet when they were, I bet when they were watching the movie, like on opening night, the like the director looked at, looked at like everyone was like, wow, 
got to take that one out, didn't we? Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's just like, no laughs, so I was expecting something. <laughs> Even Halle but, Berry's delivery of that line is just so wooden. It's just so bad. Anyway, David, anything else? What do, what do you else you got for us about X-Men? No. Nothing? Not, not a lot. Aaron, what do you, you have, have to us? say last time yeah, we did this podcast? What, what do you have to say but for I'm, for it, Aaron? <laughs> what, I mean, I'm emotion, I'm emotionally and mentally drained. Well, was, okay, so like last podcast we were getting more in depth. Now we're not getting as in depth because we don't like to do this all over again. But anyway, for X Men, it's like I agree that looking at it now, it doesn't work as well because comic book movies are at a higher standard now. Right. Because uh, okay, it's all coming back to me now. Watching yeah. it in 2016, <laughs> you've had so many more superhero films, so many great superhero films that the standard has been raised. So like for X Men, it was like the one that kick started the whole modern superhero craze. But it also was then kind of like just more of a like a stepping stone. Like it made mistakes that the future films were able to learn from and then improve on, kind True. of thing. Because now I remember, I remember I didn't really enjoy, like the plot was okay. Like, it could have been better. And, like, I thought there was going to be a lot more action in this movie. But as you said earlier, it's, like, the, the beginning big blockbuster, like, first superhero yeah. movie. But like, I thought there was going to just be a crap ton more action, but... Well, that's the thing. It, it's very much a movie that's in the middle and trying to shape what superhero movies will be. Like, it still is stuck in that camp from the 60s and 70s with, again, that line by Halle Berry and other moments. But it is also trying to be serious and ha- trying to have people take the movie seriously. So it, it does feel very middling in that in that way. But yeah, X-Men. I think, I think it's still good. Like I said or that the last time we tried this. Um, when I watched it as a kid, really loved it. And I think I can't watch it today and not bring that with me, that love for it. I think I think I'm the same way. I think definitely watching it now, you're at a huge disadvantage, which might be more why you don't like it, even though there's still a lot of flaws to it. Yeah, there's still stuff we like about it, though, as well, I think. All right. Anyway, Aaron, what you got for us? All right. Well, I guess you guys already know I already what's coming. I the name of it, so. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sticking with what I picked first last time we did this podcast, and that was a movie called... The Final Girls. The Final Girls, okay. Which yes. came out sometime last year, I believe. Okay. And so this was some something I had... I saw the trailer for. I don't know how I came across it, but I, I watched the trailer. And then the trailer was just, like, really awesome. Like, it was hitting every single note that I, you know, really love kind of thing. It was hitting everything that I wanted out of a film like that. Because the plot is essentially that... Uh, about this group of teenagers and the main girl her mom acted in a slasher movie back in like the 80s and then so on the one year anniversary of her mom's death this girl goes with her group of friends to see the movie and then they accidentally get like sucked into the film and then so like they're like trying to survive in like this parody of the friday the 13th films so the, the like the trailer is like bringing out like all this great meta humor you know, just, like, mocking all the tropes of slasher films and horror films and all that. And so I thought, oh, man, I'm really going to love this film because I l- really love slasher films, and this movie's pretty funny. Got It's got a pretty good cast and everything. And then, so I really hyped it up, 
I saved it for Halloween last year, and I was like, and this is, I was like, this is gonna be my Halloween movie, and I watched it, and it was disappointing. I so my my question is, do you always save a movie for Halloween? Yes, kind of. Like, it, is that like October, an Aaron thing? October is really like my horror movie watching month. Like, I don't really watch a lot of horror films the rest of the year, but in October I just like cram in like all of them. A year's, worth, what, of a year's worth of horror films and just horror. 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 Not, don't be Danny DeVito now. <laughs> now, Aaron. <laughs> now, Aaron. Have you seen this little movie called The Lazarus Effect? I have not. It's awful. Don't. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, getting back to the final girls. So, anyway, my major problems was it was the the first problem I had was it was essentially like all the funny moments of the movie were included in the trailer, mm-hmm. so it was like all spoiled for me already. All the best jokes, and then the problem was that also that like those were like really the major j- jokes in the movie, and then the rest of it was extremely dramatic it was way more dramatic than it was comedic so like it should have been something i really loved but then i just feel like they didn't fully explore their premise i feel like they could have done a lot more like breaking down the horror tropes or whatever and then the movie just like basically turns into a drama in the (laughs) second half of it instead of a comedy so david just put a ponytail in his hair (laughs) I, I'm assuming just to make me break and laugh. <laughs> so Aaron, uh, I was yes. Aaron, I was paying attention to everything you said, unlike Jacob. I was paying attention. I paid attention it, it, it two was, times. It was essentially exactly what I said last yeah. time. We but um, that. yeah, like I said last time, I would be interested in this movie. I think I will probably watch it. Um, but also you said Thomas Middleditch is in it. Thomas Middleditch is in this. I yes. remember Thomas Middleditch, of course, famous for Jake and Amir. The hit college humor. Was that him? Yeah, he's Dubes. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, saying... he's not Jake. I was like, what? <laughs> no, no, that's Jake. <laughs> they don't look is your is your um hit in quotations or not? Because I I don't know if you were sarcastic when I, you said I think like it's hilarious. But okay then. I don't know. Because you're like, oh, like the hit college. I'm like, oh, does he like not like it? Is he just like no, playing? No, I, I, I love. Okay, there we go. Hilarious. We're good. Um, yeah, you have Thomas Middleditch. You have. Uh, can you remember her name? What's yeah, her? No. I don't know. What's her name? I'll look from it up. Keep talking. Watchmen. Silk Spectre from Watchmen. <laughs> and uh, what's his name? Adam from Pitch Perfect. What's his last name? Oh, oh, Adam Devine. Yeah, Adam Devine's Devine, in it as well. Oh. Now I gotta watch. I love Adam Devine. <laughs> the last. So yeah, it's, it's a pretty good girls. cast. What? The, the final girl. girls. The final girls. Whoops. Same. same so yeah, good. Yeah, it had a good cast. Really awesome premise, but then the end result just. <gasps> I remember seeing anything. trailers for this now. Yes, I remember this now. I still don't. Don't worry. Nina Dobre- Do- Dobrev. And. Taisa Farmiga. There you go. Alexander Ludwig. The girl from uh, some Comedy Central show, but she was also in The Night Before, the Seth Rogen movie. I can't remember her name. I think she was also in Arrested Development. Oh, I wouldn't know who she played, but yeah. Interesting. <coughs> I, 
I do remember seeing trailers for this. I do want to watch it now. Anyway. The Last Girls. The final Now girls. it's... The final... <laughs> I can't get the name right! I'm, I've heard final, it like six final times. Girl, a reference to the standard trope in horror films. Right. You know, there's always usually female protagonist at the very end who fends off the serial killer. Right. All right. Now, before I embarrass myself by not getting the name right again, I'm going to move on to uh, my first pick for movies that I thought I would love but ended up You hating. sure you want to venture down this road Oh, again? no, I think, I think this goes going to start with Avatar. Uh, I'm going with Avatar first. Okay. Avatar, of course, the James Cameron 2009 thing that everyone in America and everywhere else loved. Um, and I don't understand it. But Do you as... know why? Do I you know, know why? why? You, don't, you know why you don't understand it? Is it because they speak a different language? Is that where you're going with this? <laughs> I wish. They speak but, uh, Navi, right? Or something? Something like yeah. that? Yeah. Like that. So, Avatar is a movie that everyone tricked themselves into thinking they liked for about a year. And then everyone was like, oh, God, no, we, we don't like this movie. <laughs> Essentially, once it hit DVD and people watched it again, yeah. then they realized. Yeah. Like you said earlier, the 3D is what sold that movie for everyone. I didn't see it in theaters. And that's probably why you don't like it. I was probably one of the only people ever to have not seen that movie in theaters. But yeah, watching it on DVD, I was excited. I was like, this is a movie that I was excited for. It looked really good. Watched it. Number one, way too long. Just way too long of a movie. Number two, it's just not that good. Which is sad because there's a great cast, um, of course... I named them last time, and I can't remember them anymore. <laughs> Sigourney Zoe, Weaver. Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana, Sigourney Weaver. Other people. Other people. <laughs> I guess. There's two great cast members. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's the same movie as Pocahontas. And, again, I haven't seen Dances with Wolves, but I know it's the same movie. Um, it is the same movie. And it's just... Part of me don't I, I don't know if I hate it yeah. I don't know if I hate it mostly just because I know what it's done to James Cameron as a director now. That he's been like, working probably, on the, yeah. the now four sequels for like I the past hate it way more because ten years or whatever. Because I mean Aliens, one of the best movies of all time, I'd say. Terminator two. Terminator two and Terminator which... One. Okay. Do you not like Terminator Two? I don't really like Terminator. We're going to have to move on from this. We're gonna... I mean, Terminator's fine. It's fine. No, nope, no, nope, we're moving on. We're moving on. We're not okay. getting dragged into this. Anyway. Also, Titanic, which I freaking love. Titanic's all right. one of and the I great movies. And I don't like Titanic. Yes, Titanic. It's all right. It's okay. Titanic is amazing. I, I like the last hour or so. Like I don't like the first two. <laughs> What's yeah. wrong with you? <laughs> That's um, the exciting part. It's, it's the dramatic <laughs> climax, which everyone likes in a movie. That's where everyone usually likes the best part of the movie. Would anyway, you agree, Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> Avatar is just such a far cry from what I like about Aliens and, I guess, Terminator. And then... Oh, you don't ten, guess. Ten... Let's not get uh, into Terminator. Let's not get yeah, into Terminator. Well, we, let's what agree that is, James Cameron has made some great films, yes, great sci-fi films. Yes. And so it was easy to get excited for a new sci-fi film from him. Yeah. And then it 
didn't have his his usual creativity. Um, And it's even worse knowing that he was going to make a trilogy. He was going to make, I think he said 2013 was like the year that Avatar 2 was going to come out. He's like, I'm not ready. We're going to have to push it back to 2014. Um, I'm not ready. We're going to have to push it back to 2015. I'm still not ready. Push it back to 2016. Wasn't ready. Pushed it back to 2017. Now he's added a fourth movie into this, like, series. And he pushed it back again to 2018. Like, he's, these movies are never going to come out. As I said earlier, this is a Ponzi scheme. He's he's not even doing anything. He's not even it's making a, a movie. Or he's just sitting at home. Or like, funnel. <laughs> he's like, well, I never have to do anything for the rest of my life. I have two of the most, two of the highest grossing films of all time. The two highest grossing. The two, yes, thank you. It's it's oh god, James Cameron, please make good movies again. Ugh. Avatar two. No, it no. It'll be the best movie ever. I don't even understand where he's going to go from there. <laughs> like, where do you go? Like, Dude, I, I it's know. It's just Pocahontas again. <laughs> Pocahontas. There was a Pocahontas sequel. Yeah, well, you just yeah, you just rip sucks. off Pocahontas too. God, that's that would, like simple. Actually, Jacob. that would be amazing because I would just be like, "Where does he go for three now? What does he do for three? Uh, isn't there a Pocahontas three? No, I no. Anyway, so, so yeah, Avatar, not very good. Everyone tricked themselves. You're all lying to yourselves. David, what is your second film? What you got My second us? film, it, like I don't necessarily hate this movie. I just think, well, I should probably tell you what the movie is. The movie yeah. is, yeah, Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Because when this movie first came out, everyone was like, oh my goodness, this is like the best comedy ever, this is yeah. like gold, like this is what a comedy should be, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. I didn't see like this movie until like a year and a half until like after it came out on DVD, and they, they I think they already did like the Bridesmaids like .5, like because it was like a little mini like 30 minute thing on Netflix or I'm something. Like, I'm already... familiar with that. They already did that, and uh, and I think I was like, oh, I should probably watch this. I watched it. I didn't understand what the hype was about it. Like, yeah. it had like one or two moments where like this wasn't that funny. Like, I don't understand why everyone loved this movie. So it's not. I don't hate the movie. I just think that like it was very, very. Like I was expecting more because of what everyone else said about it. Yeah, I think like, I, it's kind of like. I haven't seen uh, Bridesmaids, but I've seen two other films by the same director, which were Ghostbusters this year and Spy. And then I think I get where you're coming from because like Spy got like huge critical acclaim as well. And then I saw it and I was like, it's okay, I guess. Like I didn't like get any laughs out of it, but it wasn't terrible, I suppose. Yeah. It was weird seeing Jason Statham in that role. I did like Jason Statham. I did too, but it was just like completely for that role. It was just weird because Jason Statham is just like you know, this hardcore, crazy like actor who like pulls off some like super amazing characters. But that he, was he's, like, not, he was almost does he really like, though? Does Jason Statham pull off these interesting characters? Because he's really just the same character and everything. <laughs> Except in Crank, bro. Crank no, one, two, and no, three. No, no, But yeah, same. then so Spy I didn't really care for, and then Ghostbusters. I enjoyed more than I thought I would. I got more laughs out of it than I thought I would, but it's still only an okay comedy. So I haven't seen Bridesmaids, but I think I can see where you're coming from. Yep, and I'm right there maybe... with you, David. I didn't think it was all that funny. Again, though, repeating from last week, not a big fan of Kristen Wiig, not a big fan of Melissa McCarthy. They just don't. I just don't really find them all that funny. So, I mean, two of the bigger characters in the movie, it just when that happens, 
it's kind of hard for me to find it all that funny, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's the same thing that happened with The Hangover, like I said last time, where everyone said it's just the funniest movie ever. You watch it, and you're like, that's, that's definitely a movie that tries to be a comedy. You're, you are correct. <laughs> anyway. And maybe, maybe these are movies that you have to watch in a big group of people in order to laugh. Like, well, those aren't those... the real funny movies, then. I don't know. Matt, now, Aaron, do you... You listened to the podcast from last week. Do you remember my theory that, like, there are two different types of types of comedies? The one where you're watching a group and you laugh, or the ones that you watch alone and you crack up. And the ones when you're watching alone are the things that are really funny. Like, legitimately I, funny. I remember uh, hearing you mention that, but I don't remember that, what that was in reference uh, to. John Oliver. Oh, okay. Yeah, John Oliver's hilarious. Yeah, just great. But yeah, Hot Rod is another one of those movies that does that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, bridesmaids. Next? Yeah, bridesmaids. Aaron, you are next. All right. So, if you know me, you know I'm a huge comic book fan. So I, I get hyped up for all the comic book movies, especially when they're based on one of my favorite characters of all time. So, of course, I was excited for the Green Lantern movie back oh, in 2011. Everyone was excited for the Green Lantern movie, Aaron. Everyone. Were they though? I think. A co- no. <laughs> I think most people were able to see past, you know, see how terrible it really was. Whereas I was just blinded because I was like, oh man, Green Lantern's a great comic book character. I was, I was this, right movie, there this movie was coming out in the middle of Jeff Johns' run on the comic, which was incredible. It just like really expand, expanded the mythology and transformed the character into someone uh, really awesome, a big league hero. And then, so I was very excited to see Green Lantern come to life because he's such a visually cool, comic book character, especially, you know, with just, like, the ability to create anything he can imagine. You can do so much cool stuff with that. And then the trailers were coming out, and you could see, like, he was creating, like, machine guns and swords and shields and all this sorts of crazy stuff. And so I was like, okay, I think they're going to get the character right. I think this is going to be just, like, a really awesome experience. Right. And then I went to the midnight premiere, Oh, really? Wow. Yes. I'm sorry. I think this is the only midnight premiere I've ever been to. Oh, I agree. Oh, I'm so sorry. David just came back, so he's just agreeing (laughs) to something that makes no sense. (laughs) That's that's an awful experience with the midnight premiere. You need to, like, get that taste out of your mouth, because there are are good midnight premieres. But, yeah, yeah, because that was not a good midnight premiere, because then it was just all my hopes... We're crushed. Everyone's just crying in the theater. They're like, why? <laughs> why the CGI, though? I think why? you could tell, though, that the people were just, like, not digging it, you know, in the theater. Like, yeah. this is all, like, super hardcore fanboys filling up the midnight screening here. And, no, there was, like, no applause at the end. Like, people, were, this people is a tra- are so upset about Batman v Superman and now Suicide Squad. But, like, watch Green Lantern. And if you think that's a better movie... Than these, than Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad. I just don't understand how you could ever make that assumption. <laughs> like we're at least getting better than Green Lantern now, so there's that. Not a high standard though, because well, no, Green Lantern just has like the most incoherent plotting, right. like ever, and just like the character arc is nonsensical. It's like, oh, I guess he's a hero now. Whatever. <laughs> he's like he like goes up to the Guardians and he's like, I don't know. On my Earth, we have a saying that says, we're only human. And we say that because we're afraid. And it's like, 
No, that's not what, what it means at all. <laughs> um, now, going back, because you said everyone could kind of see through it. I couldn't see through it. I was excited for Green Lantern, but the one thing that turned me off to it was it's not the Green Lantern I grew up with, Jon Stewart, as the Green Lantern, who is the right, best, well, best Green Lantern. That's because your exposure was from the cartoon, right? Yes. So, yeah. Phenomenal. Phenomenal cartoon. Best it's a great Lantern. cartoon. Best but John Stewart was John Stewart was never one of my favorite Green Lanterns. Well, I mean, he was, like, he was hooking like, up with like, Hawkgirl. But like, he's like a military man, so like most of the stuff he creates is just more like kind of like weapon stuff, whereas Best tactical Green stuff. Lantern. Whereas Hal Jordan will create just more like really crazy out there stuff. You know, yeah. like he's more imaginative with his ring. I gotcha. It, it's definitely just nostalgia talking for me. But it was like when they made Injustice and they didn't put Jon Stewart uh, Green Lantern. I thought he was, was an like, alternate skin. He is, he is later. Later, um, you have to um, like you had to buy him. But I was like, really? We're well, going I think, to Hal Jordan here. I think Green Lantern Corps, the new movie they're gonna make that they've been that they're sure they will. They're holding off introducing Green Lantern in Justice League sure. because this movie was so terrible. They have to give people you know a huge gap in between this movie and the next Green Lantern cinematic Green Lantern, just to make everyone forget about this movie. If so, DC but, makes it that far. <laughs> but Green Lantern Corps is supposed to have Hal Jordan, Jon Stewart, and possibly a third human Green Lantern. New Green oh, Lantern? Wow. So, Hopefully what? New Green Lantern. I don't know her it's name. Gonna be, it's going to be a girl. New oh, Green Lantern. The, uh, female, the female Green Lantern? Sure. It's going to be a uh, girl. Jessica Cruz. I haven't started reading it yet. I'm really put off. I just got into New 52, and they're like, oh, no, screw it. Like, we're not doing this anymore. I'm like, oh, please, why? Like, yeah, I haven't read a lot of the Rebirth stuff either, but I have been reading a lot of Marvel lately, and Miss Marvel is phenomenal. Really? Loved I, I, was, it. I really wanted Loved to read it. it. I'm going to have to. Highly recommend it. Okay, I'll get into Miss Marvel, because I was like, this, it looks really good, but I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm still kind of testing the waters with, like, because they just rebooted everything, kind of. Yeah, right. kind of. So is it, like, not, a good time to jump in as, or no? Not as extreme of a reboot as DC did, but... Okay. Yeah. And but, so, yeah, I would say it's a pretty good time to jump in. Uh, I'll have to read that. I'm already reading Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen. I've been meaning to get the Spider-Gwen. It's so good. So good, Aaron. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, um, getting back... We're getting back way off topic. Green Lantern. <laughs> horrible plotting. Yes. Horrible characterization. Horrible villain. All the good moments were spoiled in the trailers. And then the cloud-based villain is just an awful, awful decision. I can't Stop making cloud-based still villains. writing that stuff into movies today. Like they're like, you know what would be a good villain? A cloud. Nope. Let's not take any just of these. Just wait. Just wait for Justice League. Oh. Steppenwolf's just gonna be like a cloud. Oh God! Please don't mess this up, Zack Snyder. Okay, moving on. Is it my turn? Yes, yes. it is. It's my final one. <clears throat> Here we go. I've already berated Aaron with my points of why I hate this movie one time tonight. So I'm going to do it again until he finally breaks down and admits this movie is awful. It's Prometheus, the prequel to Alien. And uh, <laughs> I was excited for this movie. Like David said Pat, last time, trailers were really great, really excited. We got Michael Fassbender. We got Charlize Theron. We got Ridley Scott directing again. But then I watched the movie and was insulted by some of the things they would have me believe in this movie. <laughs> Let me go in a different order this time. That way I can just kind of mix hey, it up. David, are you ready for this? 
I was David, born ready. Right. David has awful defenses for all of these things. David has start, not seen this movie. I'm going to start he, right out the gate with the one that has become a running joke on the internet, particularly the Cinema Sins videos, the, the Prometheus school of running away from things, where literally there's a thing rolling at two of our lead characters, just rolling. They, they are far enough ahead of it to where they could run left or right and be completely safe. But nope, they just keep running straight ahead of it, right into the shadow of the thing they're running away for. They're taking time to look behind them and be like, oh, it's still there. Yeah, where'd you think it's going to go? <laughs> like, oh. Uh, well, Jacob, have you ever seen Indiana Jones? I have, again. Wait, pause, completely... pause, pause, pause. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. This infuriates me. Did or did not Indy, Aaron, <laughs> look behind him in that, in that perfect shot at that rolling boulder? For a fact, I he know did. He, he did. He did indeed times. do that. And that boulder wasn't going anywhere, you know? Nope. <laughs> Moving on, Jacob. Ran, so it's, no, no, it's no, the no, no, Indi- right. Indiana Jones School of Running Away From Things. No, we're, it's different. We're taking it back. It's we're taking no, it back. It's so different. It's so different. I don't, Besides, I was, Prometheus was not the first example of something like this. It Moving on. on. But um, it's, also, it, it's also a stressful situation. So maybe they're not making the brightest decisions, okay? Oh you can't God. really fault them. Then they deserve to die right then and there. Well, maybe they like... do. <laughs> anyway, um, then, uh, well, not exactly the same timeline. The one that I remembered last time that made me just laugh at how dumb it is is when Mr. Android Mike, 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 ah, Michael Fassbender, he's, like, talking to the le- the male lead, and he's like, yeah, so just talking and then all of a sudden he just dips his finger into this guy's drink then hands it to him guy drinks it clearly sees this android dip a finger into his drink he doesn't think anything about it he's just like oh yeah let me just drink this clearly this person has ulterior motives no one's just like hey man let me get you maybe, a drink just dip it in and <laughs> maybe maybe androids in the alien future have like flavoring kind of things in their fingers they no. can like eject like water flavoring from their or what if that was legitimately canon? Ridley <laughs> Scott's like. What if that's yeah, like bro. a? It's like a delicacy. You know, you just have like an or android. Or what if? What if the android always? Che- what if the android always checks the drink for oxygen and poison levels for all the humans on the new planet because it was programmed to make sure everything's yeah, edible and drinkable? Why wouldn't the movie the tell us this? <laughs> like, why would it just be because like, you're, yo, you're, you just saw this guy dip finger. Who gives a crap? Just drink it, bruh. Because. It's sci-fi films can't explain all their technology, or else they'll be there for hours. You know. Oh my god! All right. Too anyway, much uh, exposition. Moving on. Moving on. Let's talk about <laughs> the dumb biologist on the, on the aircraft, who sees this alien menacing creature with horrible teeth that's also like a snake thing, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna touch it. You're it was for, in in the name of science. No, again, you guys see what happens. All right, no, I agree. No, he's a scientist. Not. He's like, this isn't my experiment. My hypothesis is I'm going to touch the snake and nothing bad is going to happen to me. Okay, and his Jacob, hypothesis question. was wrong. So that's how science works. That's not <laughs> sure. Jacob. I guess that is technically science. David, Jacob. what? So, what if I'm going to be so sad? Well, no. Well, you are going to be sad because I'm going to prove you wrong. So, what if you were chosen to test the brand new VR mobility? And, like, VR, no, 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 don't even say anything. But there was the possibility of you being injured. I would not do it. <laughs> like, that's so you, dumb. You wouldn't, you wouldn't take... Injury resulting in death. 
but you get to test out the VR equipment. The, the, no. the new step forward in video games. This like, man was like near, nine, 90% chance it goes smoothly. I value my life better than I value <laughs> VR. <laughs> better than you value science. Okay, yes. so okay, yes. fine. I'll make yeah. I'll make a different point. No, he we literally... don't have time for the points. <laughs> Let's just move on to the next one. Let's talk about the fact that their cartographer, I guess, would be his official title, who makes a map of this alien cave. That's what a cartographer oh. does. Yes. Oh god. He makes a. <laughs> He makes a map of a cave, and I hate David's defense for this. I hate it so much. This is his worst defense. David, go ahead. He makes a he makes a map of the cave, and then he's following this little robot thing who's like mapping it out for him. He has this like digitally with him, like on his like screen or whatever, and then somehow gets lost in this cave that he like supposedly knows intimately. He knows the ins and out of the cave, but no, he gets lost. Just oh god. So, David, would you like to defend this? To I audience? would, because audience. Back in the day, I'm gonna I'm gonna build because back in the day, just like ask, ask me your questions. All right, so like Aaron, you can't handle this. Aaron, yes, David. Before GPSs, what were used to for to navigate the United States? For I believe it was like 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 road maps. Yes, road maps. Like, no, like correct. pamphlets correct. and stuff. <laughs> So, with you driving with a roadmap, would you have say would you say that some people have a very high chance of being lost before? Right. Yeah. Even though they have the ins and outs of the country, correct? They have the map of the entire country right there, but you, no. you might still take the wrong road. I'm, I'm going to take one step further. Now we've created GPSs, electronic high tech satellite mapping maps mm-hmm. of our country, correct? Yes, yes, that is correct. I would venture to say that people still seem to get lost even with GPSs. Right. Maybe it's like rerouting for like an hour because you don't have a signal, you know? So therefore, like we, so therefore, they can get lost even though they have one of the most high-tech devices and, the, and the, all the abilities to find their way around, correct? Wow, David, that was an excellent argument. Thank Flawless you. Flawless logic. <laughs> There's not a crack at all. Moving on. You want, you you know, I'm, not now, gonna, I'm not even going to finish this. Whatever. Everyone who's who's watching this and it's okay, so yeah, knows how awful it is. Me and David. Internet. Internet. David has not seen this. I have seen this. I I will concede that there are a lot of stupid moments in the film, including all the ones Lacey mentioned, mm. that <laughs> are indefensible. No matter how hard me and David try here. Internet. But Leave a comment. I, do you agree with me? Do you agree with Jacob? <laughs> oh my god. But I still like the movie because I think it's visually really cool. I'll give you that. And I think it's really cool from a thematic and standpoint. I'll give you that. Sure, man. So I think the strengths of those are enough to make me still enjoy the film, even with those really stupid moments. Yeah. Those are like the stupid moments that I can talk about without spoilers, not even to mention the old man scene, which, excuse yeah. me, and then <laughs> also, <laughs> just the birth of the xenomorphs is the worst thing ever. Anyway, that those it's are not the movies. Final I'm telling you, <sighs> movies that we thought we would love but ended up hating. Now we will move on to uh, actually upcoming movies of the week. I almost messed up. 
Guys, it's here. It's finally here. Hallelujah Sausage Party is here. I have no words for this movie. Oh, I have, I, I have many words. I'm, I'm so I, excited. I have many words as well. I, I don't, they're I don't know what, of spirits. I don't know what to expect. I feel like I'm drawn between, like, this is going to be, like, really dark humor and really hilarious or this is gonna be like an attempt to be really dark and really hilarious and end up being really stupid it's definitely going to be a dark stoner comedy like that's really what they're going for here so well, just, you know what you mean what you mean seth rogan's going for that you, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> let, let me just read off this cast real quick seth rogan james franco jonah hill already they sold me at james franco jonah hill michael Sarah, uh kristen wig who uh, Selma Hayek, Paul Rudd, Edward Norton, Bill Hader, Danny McBride, Craig Robinson, and Nick Kroll. One of the best comedy casts, I think, in, in a movie ever. No, not ever. Well, not, okay, ever. not ever, fine. Not ever. Of recent memory, fine. We'll go with that. Um, let me, Aaron, let me just point out to you real quick. Uh, there are eight reviews for this movie already. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I know that means literally nothing, but... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. First, there's only eight. Yeah, I'm just... And second, that. This Is the End got good reviews, and it was not a good this movie. This Is the End is amazing! I will... <laughs> yeah, with, with Sausage Party, it's like... Focus on Sausage Party, Jacob. The, I, don't, the, I don't need this. The joke, is, is, it's already there. It looks like a kid's movie. And then you find out it's not. It's that's dark. Not and that's joke. the joke. That's the How whole joke. How many more trailers have you seen? Have you, have you watched anything else? I've, I've seen, like, all the TV spots that we're putting out. Hmm. There, there's some good TV spots, even, I'd say. With, did you see the one with the pizza? I don't think so. Where he's like, oh, like, they reveal themselves to the human or whatever. And he's like, you all have, like, arms and legs. And then the pizza's, like, crawling. He's like, not me. You bit my legs off. And it's just the pizza. He's just crawling with his hands. It's like, oh, God. And it's, like, sauce cones. It's, like, blood. I don't know. I think it looks really funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. The only, it feels like the movie's just relying on two jokes. It's that the movie looks like a kid's movie. And then it's really dark. And then the other joke is just, oh, guess what hot dogs look like? <laughs> we're so clever and okay that's that's all the movie is that's all the movie appears to be i hate you so much <laughs> well okay what's the next movie coming no out wait uh, no let me defend real quick just a little bit i first off aaron really doesn't like seth rogan that much so maybe that's just because i i like love seth rogan's movies especially his recent ones um like neighbors and huh like neighbors yeah, Neighbors is okay. I didn't like that one so much. I have to give that back to you. Um, Ooh, but this, yeah. is, this is the end. Uh, the interview, which I think is hilarious. Um, and gosh, what's the... Um, the night, night before. Night before the uh, Christmas movie. Um, I just think Seth Rogen's really funny. Anytime, anytime James Franco and Seth Rogen get together, it's always a good time. So, I don't know. Anyway, let's move on to the second one, Pete's Dragon, <laughs> the movie that we completely forgot to talk about when we talked about our Disney remakes, but it's definitely a thing that is happening. It's, and that it's a movie, this week. I, I think. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, why would you do this? Please, <laughs> please. 
I don't know. I don't think it looks good. Nothing, nothing's drawn, drawing it me to it. Never, like, never read the original or saw the whatever since the remake. Never. Yeah, there's even an original film. It. Yeah. Yeah. Never even knew it was a remake. So I don't think just... I've ever seen the original film either. Have oh, you, Lacey? Yeah, I've seen it. It was one of those that I watched as a child. It's uh, it's it's, it's a Disney movie. One of their yeah. not so great ones. Um. But this just makes me really sad. Bryce Dallas Howard, Robert Redford, uh, Carl Urban. Just like, why, guys? Why? Why are you doing this? Just stay far away from Pete's Dragon. But yeah, I just... It doesn't look very appealing. It's just like, okay, here's this kid, and he has a dragon. But they don't go in... There's nothing beyond that, you know? It's like, what's the selling point beyond that? All the trailers I've seen, that's all they really... Exactly. Um, And also... They're, like, shoving it down my throat every time I go to the movies. Because oh. there's always, like, a, don't ruin the magic. Or there's, like, a little thing where he's, like, running through the jungle and all the cell phones start ringing. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, I would get it. Turn off your cell phones. Why do we have to shoot? Oh, I saw the most amazing turn off your cell phone thing in oh, front of Suicide Squad. It was, like, uh, I don't know. I forget the dude's name, but he's the guy who's directing the Edward Snowden movie coming out in a couple weeks or whatever. Is it Oliver and... Stone? Yeah, Oliver Stone. Okay. And so he just, like, sits down, and he's like, oh, this is your cell phone. You can use it to talk to people. You can use it to communicate across the globe and learn all kinds of information. And then he's just like, but it's also used by the NSA to track your every movement. <laughs> Turn off your cell phone in the theater. <laughs> and I was like, all right. All right. <laughs> I, love, I love that one so much. I need this. I need this. Oh, my God. We have, like, really terrible ones here. Like, there's one... Like, they're all, like, made by the movie theater, for the most part. They yeah. have, like, some other ones. There's that there's the Eminem one that's all... Eminem one is so terrible. It's so overplayed at this point. They yeah, yeah. get rid of but it. There's one where, like, this guy, he's, like, pretending to be Steve Jobs. He's like, our new product line has comes with this new button, the off button. And he, like, turns it off. And he's, like doing like weird hand motions like to be Steve Jobs and he's like but once you leave the theater you can turn your phone back on and everyone's like crowded around this guy's phone to see what happened when he was gone I'm like what what is this <laughs> why are you doing this there was one for Jurassic World just as the final one I'll talk about there was one for Jurassic World literally it was only made for Jurassic World where it's way too long it's like three minutes long which is she's just there's no music at all there's no music to the whole thing she walks up to the counter Literally, we see this girl walk up to the counter, buy tickets, go to the other counter, buy popcorn, go sit down in the theater, and she's just texting or whatever, and all of a sudden, a velociraptor is sitting next to her, and the popcorn falls on the floor, and this guy, who's clearly not an actor, sitting in front of her, goes, clever girl. (laughs) That's the whole thing. That's the whole ad. I'm like... That one's pretty good as well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's terrible, but... Yeah, it's, it's... so awful. Anyway. Back to Pete's Dragon. Back to Pete's Dragon. I feel like it's gonna be a... It could be a solid film. Yeah. Or whatever. Right now it's getting but, pretty, like, good reviews. Good would be what I'd say. But I feel like there's just... I don't know. There's no appeal to it. I feel like it's just trying to coast on the Disney name. Yeah. Like, I you like you. Disney films? Here's the latest Disney film. Go see it, because we're Disney. Yeah. Alright. Well... Now for our final movie of the week, we have Florence Foster Jenkins, a movie I'm actually really excited for. Um, I've never oh, really? heard of this one. So... Yeah, yeah, I think it looks really great. I hadn't heard of it, but I, when uh, Lacey put it in the list of stuff we were going to be talking about, I watched the trailer. How is it? And 
it it looks like a typical Oscar bait film. Oh, it totally is. It totally is. Because they got Meryl Streep. So, of course, it's an Oscar bait film. I don't, you know, I don't think I've ever... I can't think of, like, any movie I've seen with, like, Meryl Streep starring. Really? Like, everyone always says, like, she's, like, this most ama- the most amazing actress. And I, like, can't think of any movie I've actually seen her in. Now I'm looking her up. Oh, I saw yeah. this movie that's actually really bad with her starring in it. Ricky and the Flash that came out last year. My mom wanted to see it, and I was like, whatever, we'll go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, debate whether she's... I don't think she's a bad actress. No, I, not I, mean, at all. I, I What's believe, the trailer I believe about? these people. What's the trailer about? I just, I've never trailer. seen any... So, I don't think I've ever seen anything. Let me read you the movie info here on uh, Flickster. A wealthy New York heiress, Meryl Streep, attempts to become an opera singer despite her horrible singing voice. Hugh Grant and Rebecca Ferguson co-star on this biopic, directed by Stephen Frears. So already, it's a biopic. I pretty much actually really like biopics, which might be weird. But um, also, it has Simon Helberg in it, the only part of The Big Bang Theory that is even remotely watchable. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That movie is straight trash. Or that movie, that show is straight trash. Wow, well, okay. Slow oh, we don't have time to get into this, day. Oh my god. No, Aaron agrees with me. You agree. Don't even It's try like one them. of the worst television shows ever made, right? Like, you agree Not, on that no. one? Two Broke Girls is infinitely worse. That is the worst. Big Bang Theory. You better keep keep rolling because... Just Big Bang rolling. Theory, I watched the... First season, I want to say, it was okay, but, like, all the later episodes I've seen are just not good. Yeah, it, it's... Oh, God. We gotta, we gotta talk about that at some point, because... Anyway, but she's... Or he, she's... He's really good in that. That's the only part that makes the show watchable, as I said. So, he's interesting. He's, like, the piano player or whatever. I, I saw one trailer for it. I'm like, I'm in. This is going to be an Oscar. It is an Oscar bait film, but it is one that I think will be pretty good. So, I'm excited for that movie. Well, I mean, I feel like that's the case with... There's a lot of Oscar bait films that are, you know, objectively good. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's just kind of like... It's so manipulative. That oh, it totally like, is. I'm not <laughs> denying that. You, you, you get kind of angry at it. You're like, you know... You're going to tell me The Revenant isn't totally manipulative? It is. The Revenant was also an Oscar bait film. Yeah, totally. But it's all right. Yeah, exactly. All right, so those are the upcoming movies of the week. Now... We'll be moving on to what have we been watching this week? Oh, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you. Really, really bad. Hello, Henry. Do you remember how you got here? I have a really short week, actually. Um, I think we should mention the movie we've all seen at the very end, just kind of say what we thought about it and if people should go see it. Because, spoilers, next week we will be talking about Suicide Squad spoilers. Um, so... Actually, let's talk about it right now, right now, since the cat's already out of the bag. Well, not not with spoilers, but just... No, not with spoilers. We're going to talk about our short experience. Like, what what did we think? I think... Um, I'll go first, okay, because go first. then you guys can't take anything I want to say. Okay. I like to li- like to lead. Um, I went I went to the movie when it opened with Jacob and Squad, mm-hmm. and I I liked it. I, li- I liked, I want to say I liked it, but I was caught... I want to say I liked it? <laughs> I-, I was caught, like, like whenever the Joker was on scene, like, I caught myself thinking, is he, like, is this going to be a better Joker? Is this going to be a better Joker? But, like, and he I wasn't. Didn't, I well, didn't Joker really... Joker sucks anyway, so... What? 
The Joker sucks anyway, so who cares? <laughs> Let, let's just move. Let's just I think it depends on the interpretation, and this interpretation, I hated this Joker. Let's not get let's not get into too much. I mean, yeah, we're not getting like, into huge. Just get like into it, it took short for me. It, it took a little while to get going, like because they introduced every. Again, single we're getting character. too much. Just did you like it or did you not like it? <laughs> well, we're I'm going to talk so much yes. about this next week. We do not want okay, to use fine. any of our any fine, of our good. real material on it. Thinking back, uh, yes, I, I I liked it. Yes, I agree. I liked the movie. I will say that. Oh, no, we're getting too much into it. Don't, don't, we're saving it for next week, Jacob. No. Bam! No, this is totally Bam. the same line. You're trying to, like, get into plot points. I'm going to say that in, as in filmmaking standards, it is okay bordering on a mediocre film. I'd say, objectively, it's really poorly put together. Like, obviously, the editing was just completely out of whack. Is, you can tell they it's They completely not screwed this up in film. post-production. Yeah. And also... I didn't like the Joker. I didn't really like the way Har- Harley Quinn was represented. I'm doing this real quick, but at the end of the day, at the I did write a review of this. If you want to read it for more in depth thoughts before next week, but at the end of the day, I still liked it. I suppose. Like I feel like the filmmaking side of me hated it. Like the the film critiquing side of me hated it, and then the comic book fanboy side of me. There's Loved always it. the other side. This is the thing. You have to, like, separate. You don't have to. I guess it's hard to separate, like, if you enjoy a movie from, like, whether you can objectively see if it's good or bad. Objectively, this movie has horrible flaws. But we'll get into those next week. Um, but, again, I think we all liked it at, at the very least. So, yes. so right. Jacob, what have you watched besides his <laughs> What have I watched? I was hoping to go last. Um, but oh, fine, I, I'll go. No, I'll, I'll go, I'll go, because mine is very short. Um, so I watched Suicide Squad. I watched some more Mythbusters, because it's on Hulu. I found it on Hulu, and I'm like, I used to really like this show. Just watching it, I'm like, I remember why I love this show so much. Dude, Mythbusters, Mythbusters is a knack or it's, something? It's so cheesy. It's the cheesiest show ever, but it just... So it flows, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. It's just, okay, go yeah, on. just like watching stuff blow up, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, there's that. And I think that's it, honestly. I, I've gotten into this weird thing. Like, there's always that moment where I'm like, if I'm doing too much of something, like if I'm playing too many games, I just, like, remove myself. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to watch more, mo- like, TV or movies or whatever. And then I was watching, like, too many shows and movies. So I'm like, well, uh, I'm going to read. So I've been reading comics recently. But You uh, you also um, watch, like... Four hours of Tash Pornel before this podcast? Yeah, I did, actually. Okay. <laughs> That's just my guilty pleasure. Why? I Why? like to just put it on in the background. And just... No, no, I like So that. bad. <laughs> I it like it really Pornel. is not very good. Um, but everyone, everyone, no, no, I'm going to, I'm going to say everyone has a garbage television show that they can't help but watch. I wouldn't David consider has, that garbage. David has, David has the Big Bang Theory. So I don't watch that that often, but. <laughs> and. Come on, you have a garbage TV show. No, that could be a different segment. Let it be. <laughs> no, well, if it's, what? Do I, do I have to say something? No, yeah. you have to say it now. What's your garbage TV show? It's my garbage TV show. You just chose mine. What if I want to choose my own garbage Fine, TV show? choose your own. No, I don't no. want to. I watched I watched all of Scream, I suppose. All, all yeah. of the Scream TV show, the first season. And that was go. terrible, and I don't know why I did it. but And I didn't even enjoy it. I just hate-watched it. 
<laughs> it's almost like that for most of Tosh.0 oh at this point. Those That early season, I think, is still pretty funny. But now it's just like, I'm in like season seven. And I'm like, this isn't like as good as it used to be. But I'm like committed now and I'm watching it. Not as funny as John Oliver, which I'm still continuing to uh, catch up on. Um, very, very funny show. So, what I, I watch this week. I, I always have a short week. But I watched the first X-Men. Of course, yes, we already talked yeah. about that. But. I watched Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. I watched um, Dirty Grandpa with Zach Efron <laughs> oh, no. and Robert De Niro. Uh, oh, no, excuse me, you're not mentioning the most important cast member, Aubrey uh, Plaza. Aubrey Plaza, yeah. She had a great, she had a great scene with Robert De Niro at the end. I, I was kind of, I was chuckling at that. That's one. the only reason I'd want. I like. Can I just get a cut of that movie that's only Aubrey Plaza's scene, so I don't have to watch the rest of it? Wait, David, what did you think of it? What did you think of it? Well, because um, I I had a free coupon for, like, a free rental at Family Video. So oh, my... Family Video? Yeah. They still exist? Still open. Yeah, they still exist, and I, I get every once in a while, because, like, I go through the mail. Like, I do mail at the school. Family Video like, does mail subscriptions? You, well, no, it's, um, it's, like, coupon in the mail. Oh, okay, yeah. I deliver mail at school. And a lot of people don't. And you steal their coupons. Yes. <laughs> all in all. Oh my because, god. Do because they no longer. Because <laughs> they no longer live there. So otherwise, so otherwise it goes in the trash. So therefore, I'm going to utilize all the coupons. Well, yeah. So I had a free, and we were walking through, and like we like to choose, we like to choose something that we both haven't seen before. And you so, chose Dirty Grandpa? That's like the worst one to shoot. Like, there's so many other movies. Like, I, I haven't Me. seen this movie, but it has somewhat of an infamous reputation as just being just, like, complete oh, trash. Oh, okay. Aaron, you can't talk about it. You haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. But... I don't think you need so... to see Dirty Grandpa to know it's complete and utter garbage. It was, like, I, I, I was happy I saw it, I guess. Like, I don't know. It was a free movie. I was happy to see a free movie and made popcorn. Um... I thought it was going to be a lot funnier. Why? <laughs> Why would you think that? I don't know. I don't know. I just thought I, just thought I did. I, I remember just... seeing the trailers, but it was okay. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't like, oh, just cra- I didn't, one... I cracked up at like one or two cards, but. One day I just look up the behind the scenes of how Aubrey Plaza auditioned for that movie. Because that's way funnier, I guarantee, than anything that's in the movie. But I'm Is not it... going to say it right now, so. Oh, anyway, I, I, can, I can imagine. Yeah, but um, I, I mean, also... yeah, that's that's your opinion. You can enjoy Dirty Grandpa yeah, if you want. Yeah, that's fine if you like it. That's fine. I mean, I haven't seen it, so it, it was all right, and it was free, and I ate popcorn, so I was happy. So, I have free movies see. are always good. Yes, exactly. Maybe I, if I would have paid for it, I probably would have felt different about it. But Aaron, movie. Aaron, real quick, did I mention Secret Life of Pets last week? I don't even remember. I think so. Okay. He said it was, like, aggressively mediocre or something. Yeah, okay, yep. I, I yes. couldn't remember if I talked about it last week or not, when I had seen it, but yeah. Anyway. Um, also, the Olympics are on, so if you count that as... <laughs> I've, been watching, I've been watching some archery, some women's rugby, some little bit of soccer, table tennis. Nice. All, the, all the good... Not I've been, the Olympics. <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't been oh. watching any of the... The actual sports. I watched a little of the opening ceremony. Oh, but... also swimming. And oh, had to Jake watch Michael Phelps, Phelps or what's Phelps? Phelps. 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 
That's probably. Good. I think you just got a celebrity rehab. Who's ready? Well, Anyways, I also got. I also got the goat simulator. Oh my five. god! Okay, now we're just stretching Aaron. Okay. <laughs> Are you done, David? Are you? I just want to throw that in there because it took me a lot less time to get that five than I did for Jacob. Okay. That. So moving on. So I actually saw quite a few of a bunch of uh, 2016 films this oh, week. Oh, awesome. So, a lot of important stuff to talk about. Uh, one I wanted to mention, which I didn't, I saw last week, but I didn't get, to, or whenever it was, but I didn't get to mention it on the last podcast because I wasn't right. there, and that was Star Trek Beyond. Yes. I saw, and I thought it was good. I thought it felt like a good old episode of the TV show. And the scene that I believe Lacey mentioned on the podcast yep, that he I thought did. I was going to absolutely hate, I loved it. Yeah. It's so, so good. It's so good. <laughs> Star Trek Beyond, man, I think that's corrupt its way into my top five of the year. Like, it, I love I love it. The more I think of it, the more I love it. It's. I mean, I, I had problems with, I think the villain was underdeveloped, agreed. and the plot was a little underdeveloped, but the, but just like the character Elba. act, the character interactions were fantastic yes. all around. So, yeah. I thought it was good. Then I saw Hardcore Henry. Ooh, I was excited for Hardcore Henry. Didn't the, I did though. I did have the option of choose we did have the option of choosing this both at family video, but we chose the comedy over the um <laughs> the first <FBS>. person <laughs> over the first person shooter movie. Yeah, that's what it is. What'd you yeah, think? so the best way I could describe it is it's it's like Watching someone play a really poorly written video game for two hours. Which that's everyone basically on the internet what it does. is. <laughs> so. Like, I think it was interesting just from a filmmaking uh, perspective, just the way they shot it all in first person. You know, there was definitely some, uh, you know, interesting camera techniques and stuff involved. But then just on, like, a, like judging it as a film judging its story and its characters, it's just a failure in every way. Oh, just like it. paper thin oh. characters, a nonsensical story, horrible dialogue. Just like oh. everything about it is terrible except for the intrigue you get out of the gimmick. What about the action? Is the action good at least? It's interesting, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. You know what I say? Give me half the budget. Give me a GoPro, I'll make a movie twice as good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I feel like I feel like <laughs> If you're a gamer, you'd probably enjoy it just like as a curiosity, but you wouldn't like you'd enjoy like it's like watching a movie with or a video game with really great graphics. And then okay. but then the story is just terrible. I will end up watching this I think before the year is done because it was really intriguing to me, but I mean, Agreed. I never got around to seeing just it. Just the camera, just the camera angle, it's just something new, so. Yeah. Anyway, what else? And then I saw the Lobster. <gasps> that came out this week, didn't it? No, it came out... No, I mean on blu Oh, yeah, it came out on blu I this meant week, to yes. buy that. I want to see that so badly. And it was phenomenal. Oh, my like, God. I, I can't it. believe I forgot it came out. No, I like, need to watch this. It's one of my favorite films of the year so far. Just, like, definitely top five. Maybe top three, probably. And just so, like, if you don't know, it's about... It stars Colin Farrell... And it's yes. about basically this world where all single people get rounded up and put into this hotel where they have to find a mate within, like, 20 days or something, or else they'll get turned into an animal. And it's just, 
hilarious. It's just like a really sounds fun. Create creative uh, look at just it's like basically mocking the absurdities of dating kind of thing just like the insane rituals that we don't even think about we're that we're putting ourselves through and it was just really hilarious and pretty thought-provoking i suppose okay so i would I'm, highly recommend it i'm upset at myself that i didn't remember that that came out i need to watch that i need to watch that i meant to buy that <sighs> then i also saw my Big Fat Greek Wedding 2. Why? <laughs> Why? Because you were on such pa- an interesting good streak, and then you ruined it. <laughs> because my parents rented it, and I was like, I'm not going to turn up a free movie, you know? Exactly. Thank you. Aaron, understand. And you know what? If anything, I think it made this interesting streak even more interesting. <laughs> but anyway, as you could probably guess, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> like, it was just completely unnecessary. And the story was just all over the place. Like, they tried to go in, like, three different directions. And they, they like, just, the like... Thing. They had, right. like, a daughter thing. They have, like, a problem with their uh, relationship. And then, the and then they have, like, a thing where the grandparents are, like... It's discovered they're not actually married. So they have to, like, get, like, remarried. And they have, like, all these plot lines going at once. And they're just... They don't intersect well. So it's just all over the place. And then just there's so many, like, lazy jokes. And I don't know. I guess if I had been a bigger fan of the original, I mean, I guess I, I've Can't seen the original. Be. It was Can't it was all right, I suppose. But if I had been a bigger fan of the original, I think there is, you know, fun that can be drawn from like having these characters reunited, having them reprising their roles. But it's not a good movie. Don't don't worry, Aaron. We're getting more unnecessary sequels this year with Bridget Jones's Baby. So. uh... Don't worry, we're not even done yet. We're not even done with these unnecessary sequels. Um, anything else? Uh, just a few more episodes of Stranger Things, which there's only still, eight, right? There's only eight. Yeah, okay. I've been really been moving really slowly with through it because, again, I'm not that into it. Like everyone else, everyone else in the world is so against you on this. Everyone thinks I it's think great. It's getting more interesting. And since it's only eight episodes, I'm going to stick with it to the end. Because yeah. I think I, I'm i on episode six. This is okay. the next one I have to watch. It's almost done. Yeah. I but really I just I just that. feel like everything it's doing, Super 8 did better. So Super 8's just one of the greatest films made in the past ten years, maybe. I'd say. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe that's hard to argue with. Probably watch it. All right. And that, have you not seen Super all? 8, David? No, I haven't. Oh, you should, you should watch I, it. I haven't seen a lot of movies. I don't know if the, I don't know if the internet's picked up on that. Like, <laughs> I feel like they're. I feel like I'm the idiot friend that they just threw in for like to no, this no, podcast no. for humor. That, David, <laughs> me and Jacob love your perspective on yes, things. We really just... do. It makes everything more interesting. I think when you have like these three. Aaron is like super into movies. I'm really starting to get really more into movies than I ever was. And then David, you're the one who's like. The common person. I didn't mean that as an insult. That sounded really bad. But, like, the normal people. You're, like, a normal person. You're, like, like, you're like the normal person. You are, like, the normal person. It, of the internet, I'm, I'm much more and than yet just at the, and, and yet, at the same time, you also go on the most bizarre yeah, You also cast Shia LaBeouf as, <laughs> as the lead. So, you are the quintessential part of this podcast. Alright. Well, speaking of Shia LaBeouf in the lead of Jurassic Park, today, guys, we're going to be casting the video game adaptation movie, uh, Arkham Knight. Or no, Arkham City, Arkham City. sorry. Arkham City, sorry. 
I just had a horrible thought. <gasps> we could both actually die here tonight. What's wrong with you, V-Man? You come into Mr. J's home and start smashing into pieces. Don't you know he's sick? Guys. Are you guys ready for this? Oh, I think oh, I have a really I don't think you I don't think you're ready for this. Oh my god, I'm not ready. We're never ready for it, David. <laughs> but that was, that's what makes it great. Anyway, uh, let's start with Batman. Who wants to say theirs first? I, I suppose I can go. Okay. Yeah, you could go, because I have to explain David, why. I think we should okay. save David for last on all of them, since that's he fine. always has the zinger. Okay. You know? uh, so I'll go first on everyone, David will go last. Okay. So, for my Batman, I had a really hard time picking a Batman, because Ooh. to me, Kevin Conroy is the definitive Batman. I agree. So, I couldn't think of anyone, because just, like, when you hear his voice, you're just like, this is the perfect Batman. <laughs> so I was trying to listen to, like, other voices from actors I oh, thought could possibly be Batman, and I was like, none of these voices work for me. They don't capture that same, you know, feeling. Hmm. So I just decided to go in a different direction, and so I cast uh, Hugh Dancy as Batman. Well, I'm not familiar. sure if you guys know. He's He starred in the Hannibal TV show, as Will Graham. Okay, yeah, I know. He's in the Hulu show The Past now. Interesting. So, and apparently, actually, when I looked this up, he was apparently one of the people, one of the actors being considered for the role in Batman Begins before Christian Bale got cast. So, so some casting agents saw something in him as well. But I was just thinking, I want to see like a more detective kind of Batman, you know? Which is a big part of... Arkham Which City. is, yeah. So I thought, you know, based on his, like, kind of, like, detective-like role in uh, Hannibal, I was like, I think it could be a cool Batman. A different kind of Batman, I suppose, but a good one. Well, my pick, um, I hope you guys like this pick. My pick for Batman is John Hamm. Um, he has He's one the... I thought about. Huh? He's one I thought about. Yeah. He has the, uh, the... Playboy attitude, of course, from Mad Men. He has the uh, the seriousness um, from oh God. What's anyway? He has the seriousness, I guess, from Mad Men again. Mad Men again. Um, but he, he has one of those voices that I think could work for Batman. You know what I'm saying? Like he has like that. He has a serious tone to him, unless he's in Parks and Rec um, <laughs> or Wet Hot American Summer, I guess. Which or a lot of things. He does a lot of comedy. He does, actually. Um, but yeah, I mean, John Hamm, I think, kind of speaks for himself. David, who you got? Uh, you got? Yeah, let me explain this, okay? Oh, God. Here we go. I'm ready. I chose Mark Hamill to be Batman. Because, <laughs> Role reversal! <laughs> because, because listen to this. Listen to this. Imagine, like, the people call, like, oh, Mark Hamill, like, oh, hey, we want you to be in this new Batman game. He's like, sweet, I'm going to be the Joker. Like, I love playing the Joker. Like, no, 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 no. We want you to be Batman. He'd be like, what? I, I don't know how to do a Batman. Like, like what, do you, what do you mean you want me to do Batman? So, oh, yeah, Joker's already taken care of. Like, no worries. But you, <laughs> you are Batman. Like, just imagine him just, like... In the cowl, just <laughs> with the Luke beard <laughs> coming out. Yeah, he's got to keep that beard. Yeah. Is that your only reason, though, for casting him? And it's also... Just... <laughs> And and also like when we're like oh man Mark Hamill's like like when we read the back of the game Mark Hamill's gonna be the Joker duh and then we play the game and well, movie, we're like so oh well, sorry we're watching the <laughs> we're watching this movie and we're just like oh man Mark Hamill's gonna be the Joker and then surprise no he's not all right well are we ready to pick 
Yeah, Mark Hamill. <laughs> Aaron, are you gonna move or not? Because I can. I can go to John Hamm because I almost picked him. I was just. I was actually getting really into this. I was listening to clips of his voice on YouTube, and John I was Hamm? like, "Yeah, John." <laughs> and I was like, "I can't quite." It doesn't have that Kevin Conroy feeling. No, but no one. No does. one else is gonna be no like Kevin does. Conroy, so I can concede. Okay, guys, Oracle, who we got? Oh, I guess I'm going first. So yes. my pick was Kate Mara. Okay, I can was, see that. Uh, uh, so basically, like, she has, yeah, that kind of... What's uh, her name? Invisible Woman. Yeah, she in, was Invisible in, Woman in, in, in the ah. new Fantastic Four. Which probably wait, 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 the new one? Yeah. 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 Uh, so well, it's not... There are amazing actors in that movie. That's not their fault that the yeah, movie's bad. That's not one of her best performances. But I do think it showed that she can do that, like, that uh, computer-minded yeah. person. So she can play that intelligent, analytical role as seen in, like, Fantastic Four, even though that's not the best example. She's not too intelligent in that movie. You see that in, like, (laughs) The Martian as well, though. Yeah. And you see that in, like, House of Cards a little bit. She has that kind of, like, intelligent part of her. So I think she could do the Oracle role. Okay. Well, my choice for Oracle, this should surprise no one, Anna Kendrick. Yep. (laughs) I think it fits. That's just me. (laughs) David, who you got? Wild card. Oh, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I'm going for Amy Schumer. We're getting Amy Schumer as Oracle. Why? Because that doesn't imagine, Yes, it does. And just imagine Amy, like, coming over the over the mic, like, Batman's like, where do I go? She's like, I don't know. Like, figure it out. Like, just, like, all the sarcasm. Amy Schumer. I Come know. On. Amy Schumer's the best choice. <laughs> I love it. All right, moving on to Catwoman. Who you got, Aaron? Okay, so I went with Lana Perea, who Ooh. is the evil queen from yeah. Once Upon a Time. I can see that. And so she just she has that kind of like you know playful, playfully evil kind yeah. of thing going on Once Upon a Time. So yeah. I think she could do the Catwoman role as well. Okay, yeah, I can see that for sure. My choice, I think, is better though. Zoe Saldana. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, shot. Of course, I mean, David, Guardians of the Galaxy, Star Trek, oh, um, sure. Avatar. Okay. David, who you got? <laughs> I mean, I struggled with this one, so I, I was like, you know what, Jennifer Lopez, like, let's see it. No. Nah. Jennifer... You know, oh. she might be, I think she's too old for Catwoman at this point. Not to be How old is she? or anything. Jennifer Lopez? She's, she's like 40-something. Yeah. Well, so she's is 40. Lana Perea. Well... She was oh, 40, but Hugh oh. Dancy was 40, so I was like, I like to pair up yeah, actors and actresses that's that are the point. same age, like unlike that. Hollywood. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Where where do we fall on this one? I mean, I just threw J-Lo in there because I was like, I was really struggling. I'm like, oh, like, okay, I'd like to see so J-Lo's, J-Lo's out. Who, who do you vote for then? Well, I mean, uh, what were the choices? <laughs> Zoe Saldana, um, she's Uhura in Star Trek. She's um, Gamora in Guardians of the Galaxy. She's the... Whatever her name is in Avatar. Sure, what what about you, Aaron? Uh, Mine was Lana Perea from Once Upon a Time, the evil queen. Is there anything else? That she's been in? Not that I know of. Well, I mean, I have to go with Jacob because I have no other thing to go on that. To go on. Sorry, Aaron. Have you not seen Once Upon a Time at all? No. It's bad. Really it's bad. not bad. It's, it's you're invested. You're invested. And it. it's cheesy, and the storylines are just poorly constructed. But 
It's anyway, a guilty pleasure. I guess that's my guilty there, pleasure that show. That is your guilty pleasure show because that show sucks. All right, moving on. <laughs> Penguin. Who you got, Aaron? Oh, you guys ready for this? I'm ready. All right. Jason Statham. Ooh, I like <laughs> that a lot. That's way better than my pick. My pick was Brian Cranston. Which, no. I could almost see it, but he's too tall. He's too and tall. And I looked it up, Jason Statham's actually only like five foot nine. He has I was like, he's too. way shorter. Than I thought it was good. And then I watched a clip of Penguin from the video game, and I was like, he almost sounds and looks like Jason Statham. Yeah, he really does. David, who you got? See, I reimagined the Penguin. He's Ooh, no yeah, longer... He's no longer, you know, has that English accent, but he is the cool, oil back, slicked hair, Mexican accent of Antonio Banderas. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I have have to go with Aaron's pick, honestly, but that is amazing. I mean, I, I was going to go with Aaron's pick, too, but, I mean, just think of Antonio Ben is, like, the Batman, you know, this the whole Mexican accent. All right, so. Oh, okay, I guess. Joker. I don't know. Who you got, Aaron? Uh, I don't know. I had a hard time because, this again, Mark okay. Hamill is basically the definitive Joker. Yes. But I went with Jake Gyllenhaal. Because uh. I was thinking, you know, he does a little bit of the crazy in Donnie Darko. Yeah. And then you mix that with, like, the really creepy guy from Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. And then you get close to a Joker. Okay. I picked Neil Patrick Harris. He's got yeah. the... He can be eccentric <laughs> and, and crazy like Joker is in that game. I suppose. Well, guys. What about Mark Wahlberg, though? No, no, <laughs> Mark, no, 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 <laughs> I want to see that, but I don't at the same time. <laughs> hey, Batman, how's it going? How's your mom? Exa- exactly. Oh, she's dead. I'm sorry, Batman. <laughs> Say hi to your mom for me, Batman. That'd be, that'd be stupid funny. All right, so I feel like case. that's your defense of every single casting, David. They are funny, though. Let's be honest. I, ca- I cast for a very specific way. As you, I don't David, know. Do you, have, do, you, do you go one way or the other on Aaron or me? Uh, on other Aaron or me's choice? Aaron, what, what is your guy from? Mine was Jake Gyllenhaal. He was in... Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia, I suppose. Is, would you, do you is, he, like the, is he like the He's prince? The yeah. Another whitewash movie. <laughs> No, you don't see it? Uh, no. Okay, Neil Uh-oh. Patrick Harris Uh-oh. it is. I don't see Neil Patrick Harris pulling it off. I, d- I don't really? necessarily either. I don't think wow. he can do the voice. Oh, I think he totally could. Anyway, that's just me. Harley Quinn, guys. What do we got? Alright, so I went with Kristen Bell. Ooh, okay. Yeah. It could work. Yeah, I don't I know. see that. I mean, yeah. I know... She's actually a huge fan of the character. Oh, really? And she has that kind of, like, she can do that, like, playful energy kind of thing. Okay, yeah. So, I think it could work. Mine might be a bit more obscure. Um, mine is Sophia Butella. Oh, okay. Um, she is in Kingsman. Did you see Kingsman, David? Oh, I, I, yeah, I should, though. It was really good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, she was also in the new Star Trek. Um, but yeah, she has, like, the comedy effect from Star Trek, and then she has just being 
completely awesome in Kingsman with her blade legs. So she has that uh, both personas that she can pull off really well. I don't know. Who yeah, you got, David? I, I chose the one, the only, Tina Fey. Tina Fey! <laughs> <laughs> We're done. We need to have you read off your cast specifically <laughs> because so far, so amazing. T- Tina Fey's got the comedy aspect to her. Well, of course, of course. I, I, and, I mean, she wrote Mean Girls, so she, you know she's crazy. Like, it could work. <laughs> what? Mean Girls... Where no one here is denying, David, that Mean Girls is an amazing movie. <laughs> what we're denying not... is that I don't think she could be Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I think I'm going to go with Kristen Bell, honestly. I, I think Kristen yeah, Bell is a great I agree. Choice. Okay. <laughs> Next is Hugh- Hugo Strange, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Who you got, Aaron? Uh, I was going to go with Giancarlo Esposito. Who is David? You should know he's Gus in Breaking Bad. Okay, you've gotten that far, right? What season is that? that I yes, think it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, end yeah, of yeah, season yeah. two. At least I Gustavo. Yes, I really like that character. Yeah, that's. But I think he can pull off the Hugo Strange because that's basically the same kind of like calculating, yeah. menacing guy. We kind of really thing that went off there. the same kind of person here, Aaron. Because um, I went with Michael Emerson, uh, Ben Linus. Oh, lost. interesting who is the same kind of guy who, who has no, like, real strength to him, but he can, like, destroy you with his mind and, like, the, his his connivingness. Uh, David, who, who'd you pick? Danny DeVito. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he would work better as the Penguin. I no. almost cast him as a Penguin because I couldn't think of a better Penguin than yeah. him. But, of course, he already played the role. Yeah, yeah. No, Danny DeVito, because like, can't you just see him, like, poking Batman? With, I can see it. Like, I can see Danny oh, DeVito's voice just come out of those creepy David, glasses. have you seen Batman Returns, though? With Danny DeVito as the Penguin? No. It, it's something. It's it, something. It's certainly something. <laughs> okay. But if, if you need a Danny DeVito poking Batman fix... That's your movie. So this is how we this is how we sell it for David right now. Would you rather see Ben from Lost as Hugo Strange or uh, what's his name in Gustavo from Gustavo Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad. Gustavo has like an accent though. Well, so does Hugo Strange. The, the actor doesn't though. Actor That's just doesn't. part of the role. Like he, well, I, that might be his natural accent. But yeah, because he he's a like, regular. Oh. Yeah, because he's in uh, he's in uh, the wonderful movie. Um, uh, what's it called? Scorch Trials. Yes, he is, it's, and it's, that's a... It's something... Did you see that movie? <laughs> yeah, I did see it. It's not awful. No, it's it's not, not very good, though. It's not good. I go, I go with Aaron. Okay. Giancarlo Esposito. Alright, and then our final one, um, Ra's al Ghul. Who okay, got? so... Since I cast Hugh Dancy as Batman, I was like, I'm gonna go with uh, Mass Mickelson as Ra's al Ghul, who is the guy who played Hannibal in the Hannibal TV show. Oh. So I was like, yeah, I want that pair to be reunited. And he has that same kind of, like, mentor. And he's, what is he? Is he Danish? I don't remember exactly what his ethnicity is. But he can pull off that, you know, just that Ra's al Ghul kind of thing. I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting too tired. <laughs> um, all right. So my choice is, uh, I'm sorry, one second. Christopher Abbott who was in Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. 
He is one of the journalists. Um, he was one of the better parts of the movie. Do you not remember him? I don't know if I remember now, him. I couldn't really think of anyone for Ra's al Ghul. I'm like, he was pretty good. I, don't know I did. I chose Machete. Machete. <laughs> Danny Trejo? Huh? Danny Trejo. That... Yeah, yeah, Machete. <laughs> That's all he's known as. <laughs> he's only Machete. Um, That's something. I suppose. Can, can you elaborate, Devin? I can almost see it, honestly. Exactly, because like, mach- like Machete's like cutthroat, and like Rachel Ghoul's like about cleansing. Right? Cleansing the world and all the purging evil. <laughs> I, think, I, feel I like... think you're thinking of Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Better write that anyway, one down. Anyway, no, I'm keeping that in. I don't really care. <laughs> Alright, apparently it's Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo it is. Yes, Machete. Alright, so who do we have for the director? Aaron? I didn't <laughs> I didn't really think of a director, I suppose. I forgot about that, apparently. Wow. Wow, you and David both jumping but... ship on this one. <laughs> what do you mean? Why me and David? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just messing with you. You know what? I casted myself to direct this. Because no. I know I could do, I could put out a great product if I'm given the right tools as Machete <laughs> and Antonio Banderas and Amy Schumer. Like if you give me what I want, you will get you will get the movie you want. All right, I, I picked. Uh, um, God, I already forgot his name again. I just what's he's done? What George what's the Moore, movie? He's George done? Miller. What? Sorry, George Miller. George, oh, that director of Mad Max and Mad Aaron, Max. Aaron, you won. Do you want George Miller, or do you want me directing this? Well, I think George Miller is a great director, but I also th- I'm not sure if he's the right choice for the role, because he's more just a kind of, like, high-octane high action kind of thing. But he could do those those fight scenes, you know, because you know in Arkham, Arkham City, when do, you're, like, he can jumping do the between fight people, scenes, probably. Like, but I have played every single Arkham game. Has he? Okay. Perhaps not. George Therefore, Miller? Or are you talking about me? I'm talking about. I'm talking okay, about. I'm, I'm I, I, you Fine, cast David this, Becker cast is our director for this movie. There we go. <laughs> so let me just discuss this horrible, horrible movie that would be made. Batman is John Hamm. I think is actually a good choice. Oracle is Amy Schumer. <laughs> Why did you? I. It's just so funny. I could not. Catwoman is Zoe Saldana. Penguin is Jason Statham. Joker is Neil Patrick Harris. Harley Quinn is Kristen Bell. Which, those two together, I think, would actually be good. Joker Who? and Harley Quinn are, are oh, two choices. Sure. Um, Hugo Strange is Giancarlo Esposito. And uh, Ra's al Ghul is Danny Trejo with our director, David Becker. And okay. if David Becker is not allowed to direct the movie, we will bring in George Miller. <laughs> I, actually, I actually thought of a director now because I was thinking of the fight scenes. So I, my pick would be uh, Gareth Evans, who, who is the guy who directed the Raid movies, oh, okay. which I don't think you've seen yet. I've they're not, on your they're list. On the list. I've heard really great things. And about their them. their fight scenes are phenomenal. So, so Gareth so, Edwards is his name. Uh, Gareth Evans. Evans. So if David is not able to direct this film, we will hand it over to Gareth Evans. We'll we'll bestow it onto him. So that is our cast uh, for the Arkham City movie that I honestly wouldn't mind seeing get made 
Um, <laughs> anyway. Now, we'll be moving on to our final two segments. Uh, the bad movie of the week. Aaron. Oh my god! I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Garbage day! Huh? No! You watch a lot of bad movies. I do watch a lot of bad movies. So you're and coming at us so, with another one. Something new. Obviously, last week we had an Academy Award winner as oh, our yeah. bad movie pick. I mean, not judging, David. I haven't I, seen, seen it. Seen no, I'm not I have, I have not seen it, actually. So maybe it's several. Like, but, you guys both have to watch this movie and then either, like, tear me apart and like be like, said, yeah, like. Like I said, it's on HBO now. I when I find the time I will watch it. But you said so it's really since, long. since we went for an Academy Award winner last week, I think we should travel to the opposite end of the, the spectrum, like the complete opposite end of the spectrum. No, in terms of quality, oh, like okay. well, quality in quotations because apparently David Critic, doesn't think the critics' opinion of quality. Movie. So I'm going to introduce you guys to a little film called Robin Hood: Ghosts of Sherwood Forest 3D. I, I, <laughs> I've never heard of this film, and I've heard of a lot of bad movies. So, this is one of those movies, whenever I get together with my cousins, me and my siblings and my cousins, we always gotta search on Netflix, and you gotta search for, uh, the one-star horror movies. Just, like, the lowest of the low. If it has one star... <laughs> That's how you, you know, end up we're, watching we're ABCs of Death, right? That is true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and so... I'm coming across this movie, Robin Hood, Ghost of Sherwood Forest. And we're like, okay, this looks like a good option. And <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a good option, I suppose. So basically, this is the kind of movie that if you had if you picked up like a handheld video camera and gathered your group of friends and a couple costumes from just like your basement and went out into the woods to film a movie. This is the type of movie it would be. <laughs> like, it's extremely low budget. Like, that that's what it is. It's like a community theater hanging out in a park. Oh, my God. Playing Robin Hood. Oh, my God. And so, oh God. the biggest star of this movie is Kane Hodder, who is best known for playing Jason Voorhees in the later Friday the 13th sequels. That's the biggest star. Okay, here we go. He, does, he doesn't even play Robin Hood. He plays Little John. And he doesn't even show up until about three-fourths of the way to the movie, probably. <laughs> so it's fairly obvious that they managed to get somewhat a respectable star in this movie, but they couldn't get him for very long, so they just threw him at the end. Didn't have scenes throughout. But anyway, Ooh, so this, this movie starts out. It's a fairly normal Robin Hood story. He rescues Maid Marian from, okay. uh, you know, some soldiers or whatever. And then Maid Marian is like, you can't steal, it's wrong. And then Robin Hood's like, we're going to steal for the poor. And then they go on into, like, a literally 15-minute debate back and forth <laughs> about the morality of stealing. Like, oh not even God. exaggerating. It's, like, 15 minutes long. It's, it's like... Like, you know, people make fun of, like, screeners doing, like, freshman-level psychology and stuff like that, throwing that in their screenplays. I mean, that's kind of, like, the level we're working at oh here. Oh, my God. Wait, and this is listed under horror movies? This, 
I'm not sure how we found it. It might have been like sci-fi and fantasy okay. we were looking at. I, I we, we count those count as one star. Horror, sci-fi, and fantasy are the genres you look for for one star okay. movie. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and then they're like, okay, we're gonna invade the castle of the sheriff of Nottingham. I guess he has a castle or whatever. Okay. And we're gonna steal all his gold to help save the fort. Because after this 15-minute debate, they of course landed on that slavery or not slavery. When was saying stealing? <laughs> <laughs> slavery is okay is what they landed on at the end of that debate they're like you know what robin hood i that's, think you got some good points that's a different moral debate that they probably could have had in this movie oh. this is the type of movie that would debate that for 15 minutes instead of just understanding the right and wrongs of it <laughs> but they landed that stealing is okay if you're helping the poor and not yourself or something so they try to break into the sheriff of Nottingham's castle and then like i forget exactly what happens I think they, somehow they get kidnapped, though. Okay. And they're, like, in the dungeon. And, like, the Sheriff of Nottingham comes in, and he does that thing, like, I'm going to kill you if you don't tell me, like, where this thing is or whatever. And then, you know, the way this normally plays out in movies is, you know, they find a way out of it. But in this movie, nope, they get killed. He just, like, straight up kill, kills them, like, half an hour into this movie. <laughs> but, Wait, yeah. does he kill Robin Hood? He kills Robin Hood. So but that's why then, it's a ghost. but then he Robin Hood awakens in the witch's cave. Oh, and the witch is like, I have this potion that can bring you back to life, or whatever. But you might come back as like a zombie or whatever. And then they have like another, literally, fifteen-minute debate <laughs> about whether Robin Hood should come back to life or not. I love it. I love it so much. And they're just going back and forth, and he's like, he's like, it's like one of those movies where it's like they're so afraid of people nitpicking their fantasy roles oh, that they God. explain every single little detail. He's like, so what if this happens? And the witch is like, well, then this will happen. And then he's like, okay, what if this happens? And they're like really specific. So that goes on for like ten or fifteen minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> and then so eventually you reach a point in this movie where this potion has gone wrong, and then uh. Yeah, zombies start attacking oh, Sherwood Forest. Why not? You know? <laughs> so then Maid Marian and Little John, because Kane Hodder suddenly appears in this movie again, like okay. three-fourths of the way through this movie, they're like, we need to fend off these zombies. So they break into the witch's cave, and they steal, like, all her potions. And they're like, oh, look, this potion will give me plus five invincibility, but minus two speed or whatever. <laughs> and, and then so... They like they're like reading off all these potions, and it sounds exactly like some kind of like RPG strategy guy. Like, oh my god! <laughs> so then they find this one potion that's like exploding rocks. So they pour that on their rocks, and then they start throwing the rocks at the zombies to make them explode. But you gotta say the magic word, and the magic word is Simsozo. So you pour the potion on your rock, throw it, yell Simsozo, and it explodes. There's your rules. Does it explode on impact, or what do you say? Yeah, it explodes on impact. Oh, we're digging it now. What these rocks? Are we going by grenade rules? And then I forget exactly how it ends because I watched this like a year or so ago. But then eventually you reach a point where at the very end, like the zombies have been defeated, or or like the zombies have been contained, or something. And then, like, some dude's like, they'll forever remain the ghosts of Sherwood Forest. 
And then, of course, they said the title of the movie, so they cut the credit. Oh, God. But then, there's a mid-credit scene. But the mid-credit scene is not like a typical mid-credit scene that's just like a brief minute-long teaser for uh, the next movie. No, this mid-credit scene is the real end of the movie. It's like another <laughs> ten-minute scene. Oh, that my God. The, what actually, the next events to happen... But they couldn't play. They couldn't place it at the end of the actual movie because they have to have the guy say, "They have to have the Sherwood yeah. Forest," and then cut to credits. So you gotta wait for that mid-credits scene. I can't. Is is that what was the real end of the movie? Um. Again, my details are like vague, not. But there's something like rescuing someone from execution, and then. Oh my god. I don't even remember. I can't believe this is a real thing that exists. <laughs> oh, it's some—it's something like the like figuring out what magic should be used in the future or something. Another fifteen. It's minute, another right? debate. <laughs> it's like another debate. <laughs> oh my god! I love this so much, and I hate it at the same time. And so I saw this movie on Netflix, so it wasn't in 3D, but apparently this was somehow. <laughs> Filmed in 3D or converted to 3D by someone and released in that, even though there's like. It's like the laziest camera work ever. Because again, this is like just taking a handheld camera and running out into the woods with your friends kind of level. And not like Blair Witch Horror Project kind of level, but like. <clears throat> no. But yeah, that is Ghosts of Sherwood Forest. I think all of us. Everyone listening can agree that we just all got a little sadder listening to that, knowing that that exists in the world. Now, I thought my next movie for Bad Movie of the Week is truly incompetent, but it's nowhere near as incompetent as that sounds. So, I do have one in the tank, but I need to buy it and watch it first, because I know it's going to be... I'm just going to tell you guys what it is off air. I don't want to I don't want to I, I want to surprise the listeners, but yeah. Anyway, well, that's all. Moving on to the last topic, David, which I wait, prepared for. It's you. You prepared. You have a review for us. It is the fault in your stars, David. Yeah. Hit us. Hit us with it. Oh, okay. I don't even have time to tell you how wrong you are. Actually, it's going to bug me if I don't. The music's bad and you should feel bad. It's short and sweet. Oh, God. It's at two stars. Okay, so it's a good movie. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you look confused for a second and it scared me. <laughs> oh, no. All right, David. so, are you ready? Yes. It appears Deadwood and the Avengers had a baby and produced this film. Unfortunately, all the good traits appear to be lost in this mashup superhero slash villain tripe. Oh, this is this has got to be Suicide Squad, right? Did, did you? It's after the did Avengers. You, <laughs> did you pick Suicide Squad? <laughs> I, did. I don't think we would classify that as a good movie, but okay. Well, we all said that we liked it, so like I, that's why I, that had a. But I said I space. liked it, even though it was a bad movie. <laughs> I, I consider it a good it's, movie, therefore I, it's. I, I just I honestly chose you, this David. because so it much. says <laughs> it appears Deadwood. I think they meant to say Deadpool, but they said Deadwood. Yeah, Deadpool. Deadwood is a 
HBO Western show, so yeah, I don't know so how that would fit. Yeah, I'm assuming they've been like a oh, Deadpool, but they're like, oh, Deadwood in the Avengers list. What? Okay. All yeah, right, well, that was a good based one. Based on, we yeah. had to know it came out after Deadpool and it involved superhero yeah. villains or whatever. I just so. thought it was funny because he said Deadwood. Man, I'm good at this, guys. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. I liked it. Um, so there you go, guys. That is our show for this week. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it. I remember next week, this is your one-week warning. Watch Suicide Squad so you can be a part of the conversation next week uh, when we talk about the spoilers and what we liked and what we didn't like. Or if you've been avoiding the movie because it got terrible reviews, then you can just listen to us talk about it yeah, so you don't that's have true. to see it. That's true, too. I would suggest seeing it, honestly, just to see it. I mean, Give, give DC money. Make more well, movies, DC. I don't know DC about that will one. get money when they earn it. Yeah, that's, okay? that's true. <laughs> um. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to find Aaron around the internet, you can find him at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. You can also find him uh, writing reviews on this clever blog name is already taken. He wrote a really great review on Suicide Squad. I agree with most of his points on that as well. So good job, Aaron. I don't have to write a review. I actually wasn't planning on writing a review for this one because I knew I would be stoned by the internet for most of my opinions on it. But we'll get to that next week when I'll say them anyway. Uh, <laughs> If you want to find David on the internet, you can find him at dbex15 on Twitter. And if you want to find me, you can find me at Jacob Scott Music on Twitter. Um, Jake Lace on Tumblr. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> and if you want to find us on us collectively as a podcast on Twitter, you can find us at Reboot Already Un. Um, we are there. We're, we're posting updates and stuff. Uh, so yeah, you can find us there. And thank you guys for listening. We will see you all again next week with a brand new episode about Suicide Squad. Talk to you guys later.